Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shevska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Well, it's noon here in frigid, well, Frigid Bethesda, Maryland, and this is news that you can use from YAA with your hosts, Zach and Ray, where apparently WeWork has decided to set the temperature for the offices at Meat Locker. God, you know what's hanging up behind the green screen? Half a cow. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny, man. All right, here's the deal. Yeah. New If It's Taxable, It's Negotiable merch on the way later this month. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. We should have a whole host of new merch coming relatively soon. And also, yes, Pops, I'm going to remind everyone, we have started offering consultation calls yes. back on the joinyaa.com website. Just click on up there, new book, a one-on-one -on -one consultation with YAA. So if you're a member, if you're not a member, you just want to meet with us, chat, you have questions, you can now book consult calls with us. We're testing it out. Happy to be able to help. However, Dad, yes. we're not going to talk about consult calls the entire day today, we are going to talk about some seemingly good news. Okay, I'm I'm ready for good news. The good news would be that well, the heat works. No, no, <laughs> we're going to talk about the auto industry. I'm going to pull it up. We have the latest data on the month of September on the yes. new car side of things. Yes. All right, Ford slips, Toyota, Hyundai rack up gains in September. GM surges, Stellantis and Nissan fall in Q3. Let's run through. There are some bright spots and some sour spots in the monthly recap. Monthly U.S. auto sales have been stuck at around 1.1 million since August of 2021 as automakers grapple with supply chain problems, notably a shortage of microchips. There are winners and losers. Before we look at the data, yes. I just want to go all the way down to the inventory all section. All the way down to the inventory section. Oh, man. Inventory. Okay, man, you weren't kidding. It's all the way done. We got, we got a lot to cover. Yeah. All right, Dad. September was on track to be the 16th consecutive month that retail inventory closed below 1 million vehicles, LMC Automotive and JD Power said. Yeah. Cox Automotive says inventory continues to improve, though slowly, rising 41% or by 350,000 vehicles last month over September of 2021. Wow. I did not realize how much better inventory conditions are right now for new vehicles than, than they, they were, were a year, year ago. ago. Yeah. 41% increase. That's significantly better than last year. I, they, I don't know who writes the headlines in automotive news. They reached out to us once and then kind of ghosted us and yeah. basically got back in touch. And we'll see what happens there. The headline should read, Yeah. New car inventory is up 41% year over year. That's yeah, but that's number. only if you believe uh, Cox Automotive. This is true. Very true. Okay. I do think, however, Dad, yes. Kia, Toyota, Subaru, Honda, Lexus, Hyundai, Acura, BMW, Porsche, Land Rover, Mini, and Mazda having the leanest supply of inventory. That sounds true. Mm-hmm. While on the other end of the spectrum, Volvo, Ram, Dodge, Jeep, Lincoln, Jaguar, Audi, Buick, Chrysler, and Cadillac had the highest stockpiles. That also sounds true. I, I would think, but um, my, my suspicion, this is just a suspicion, what Cox counts as vehicles in inventory or in transit are mostly pre-sold. And so they're not really in inventory. There's not really as many vehicles readily available as their computations would suggest. That That's just me based on 
uh, things that I see in the chat and things like that. Dennis has it right. Inventory increased 41%. So these dealers went from having four cars to having six. Yes. yes. So maybe this is why they didn't lead with 41% because yeah. it feels a little misleading when you, yeah, Andrew's also got 40% over what a couple of vehicles, but it is, we are seeing, I want to be really clear. We are seeing inventory start to come back. And for those particular brands, I'll pull it back up on the screen dead so that we can run back through it. Yeah. For these particular brands, there's a significant amount of negotiability. Do not buy a Volvo, Ram, Dodge, Jeep, Lincoln, Jaguar, Audi, Buick, Chrysler, or Cadillac at MSRP. There's no reason to. Yeah. Absolutely no reason to. Yes. You should, on, on brands that have a stockpile of cars, you should be able to negotiate some type of discount below MSRP. On other brands that have really limited inventory, um, if you can get a deal at MSRP, you're doing well. Let's pull it up from Justice. Justice is one of the auto experts back on our team. So if you have questions, if you're a member, feel free to work with Justice. Thank you all for all that yes. you do, Justice. Starting to see some deals happening. Could this be the turning point? I'm cautiously optimistic. I really am. I think that we are at a bit of a turning point. I think interest rates are going to make things not actually cheaper for anyone because interest rates are going up. But I do think prices are starting to come back into reality a little bit. Like we're going to look at average transaction prices for new vehicles and they're yes. still sky high. Average transaction prices for used vehicles still sky high. But we're starting to see negotiability again. And that's exciting. I, and, and I will say, you know, yesterday's video on, on the uh, last three Hyundai deals I worked on were under MSRP. There you have it. That's awesome. Um, but I was about to say uh, the video that we did yesterday about, gee, is it a good time to buy a used car? Should you buy now or should you wait based on uh, interest rates going up and things like that? The number of comments of, well, you should just pay cash. Uh, you should just save until you can pay cash. We, we stated in the video that 86% of people financed their vehicle. Do you know why they finance their vehicle? They can't pay cash. Oh, my God. I don't know why that is so hard to grasp. You know, the 14% of the people out there that can pay cash, God bless you for being in that position. But what you have to realize is that, that a video like that was for the 86% of the population out there that can't pay cash that needs some guidance and to suggest to those people, well, you just save, save, save until you can pay cash. You know, that, that, that perhaps is not being realistic. Yeah, I completely agree. Hey, I want to put another one on your radar, dad. We had Ashley again, another one of the auto experts on our team, yes. a customer of ours, a member of ours working yes. with Ashley, a $200 over invoice Mazda CX-5, a 2023 CX-5. I'll zoom in here wow. for you, dad. $200 over invoice, $37,421. That's pretty invoice good. Invoice amount, $37,221. Let's look at the out-the-door worksheet, $37,421. Out the door. Well, no, that's not out the door. That's the selling, selling price. Yeah. Out the door, though, without any other. I mean, there's worry-free maintenance for 200 bucks, but I'm cool yeah. with that. This is a great deal. Yeah, I, not knowing what worry-free maintenance gives you, probably a couple oil changes. But still, um, an oil change in a Mazda is uh, relatively expensive because their engines call for synthetic oil, which is obviously more expensive than than regular oil. But I mean, let's just put That's, like, let's put yeah. some stock into what we're seeing. I mean, we have an incredible vantage point. You and I, and the whole community does. We get to help not you and I directly. But yeah. Phil and Justice and Kimberly and Ashley and Jerry and Mario. Like we've got a great team. Yeah. That is helping hundreds of people each week make car deals. 
We're seeing more negotiability even on the new car side. You know, the, this morning, um, I, I got to spend some time with the daughter of uh, one of my best friends. Yep. And uh, she said, you know, you, 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 you guys seem to have so much fun doing what you're doing. And, and, and not only are you having fun, but you're helping people. And I said, yeah, we're, we're having a great time. And we are helping people. And, and, you know, in reality, we have probably saved people millions, millions of dollars. You know, I've said it before. I will say it again. Um, there are deals to be found if you are persistent and willing to work at it. I see a lot of the comments that, well, well, here nobody's negotiating or here no, none of the prices are going down. Well, you know, I, I see the deals come through where, I don't know, the prices have come down, where Customers have been patient and persistent and finally found that that dealer that was willing to work with them, as opposed to just accepting that the dealer they're at is not. Uh, there's more than one dealer out there. So deals are are to be had. Savings is possible. And we have probably saved people millions of dollars. And the we is all of us. Yes. I mean, that's like what's so incredible about. OK, let's let's look at one other example of a car deal out there right now. And then mm -hmm. let's look back at what's going on in the new car side of things. This was sent into us, Dad, via email. I put it on Twitter. Obviously, anonymized it. But I was so inspired by what Andre sent in. To yes. Us. In my email inbox this morning, a community member purchased a 2018 Audi Q7. Original list price in, in uh, April yes. was $51,977. Ended up, I got this wrong here. They ended up purchasing it for $38,400. They yes. offered $37,000. Yes. We got the whole email here. I mean, it's really incredible. And Andre's also included all of the screenshots. Yes. Original listed price, $51,977. Whoops. You can watch it just go down and down and down. And when Andres went in to negotiate that, the most recent price drop took it down to $39,977. He offered $37,000, ended up agreeing at $38,400. So, yes, patience and persistence. Utilizing the information that is available to, available to you at absolutely no charge if you search for buying cars on our website. It shows you how many days a particular vehicle has been sitting in that dealer's inventory, and it shows you the price history right there that you can print out and share with the dealer when you go there. Um, and a dealer that's interested in selling a car will look at that information and work with you. They realize they're better off selling it for a few dollars less to Andres than they are ever taking that vehicle to the auction or finding some other way to wholesale out of that vehicle. So you, you just have to, you have to utilize the tools that are available to you. And then you have to print up that information so that you can, you can share it with the dealer when the dealer says, well, how did you come up with your offer? Because you can say to the dealer, well, how did you come up with your asking price? You can ask them to justify their asking price. They can ask you to justify your offer. And if you have the information printed out for them and they know you're serious, they're going to work with you. Did everyone Did everyone just see that, by the way? 
You are so cold that you were about to motion with your hands. You were. Uh, yeah. But then you thought to yourself subconsciously, yeah, you said, I'm not, I'm taking... not taking my hands out of my sweaty my no, sweatshirt. I am not. Yeah. No, this is this is crazy. Uh, I, I think we work should pay us to be here today. All right, we work. We are going to send you an invoice. Phil yeah. says domestic inventory levels in the Detroit area are significantly up. Thanks for sharing that, Phil. And Dad, Mr. Brightstar, my wife gave birth to our fifth child. She was born yesterday. Congratulations. In desperate need of a van. Anybody have any luck buying a minivan recently? Perfect time to go to the community forum. I don't know if there's been any luck on the minivan side of things. I would say in terms of family vehicles, actually not looking at minivans, but maybe looking at like full-size SUVs, you might have better luck there. Yeah, or perhaps maybe a uh, Chrysler Pacifica. Yeah, Pacifica does have some inventory, not the hybrid powertrain yes. option, but the, the traditional ice powertrain, gas powertrain. Yes. You definitely got um, some options there. Yes. Okay, Dad, let's look back here on automotive news. The, the data is from TrueCar, but let's take a peek at it. Average transaction prices by manufacturer and average incentive amounts will go down to that next. And yes. then I want to look at the sales data. Who's winning, who's losing? Okay. BMW. $69,596 average transaction price, up seven grand year over year, up another three grand a month over month. Yes. WTF, Daimler, Mercedes Benz, up two grand year over year. Ford's uh, average transaction price, up $1,000 year over year, up uh, down, down 2.3% month over month. That's a good from, sign. Yeah, from August. From August. Yep. Yeah. GM, $51,418, about the same as where it was last year, up a little bit from month over month. Honda's average transaction price, still $38,000. Hyundai average transaction price, still $36,000. Kia average transaction price, still $34,000. Almost thirty-five. Nissan's average transaction price has come down about $1,000 month yes. over month. Stellantis average transaction price has skyrocketed to $55,000, up $1,000 month over month. Yes, crazy, just crazy. Subaru, about the same, $35,000. Toyota, still over the $40,000 threshold VW. But, but down from August. Down from which August, Which would yeah. indicate that they that that either they've shipped some less expensive vehicles to their dealers or um, the dealers are negotiating the prices a little bit. All right, let's look at incentive outlays for the month of September. BMW incentives, let's just look at the uh, uh, percentage change. Year over year, BMW incentives are down 71%, month over month, 16%. So they yeah. are tanking. Let's look year over year. Daimler incentives down 58% year over year. Ford incentives down 62%. GM incentives down 52%. Honda, Honda uh, incentives 55%. Hyundai 69%. Kia incentives down 81%. The average Kia incentive is $384. Yeah. Yeah. They might as well just keep it. Nissan, 55% down. Stellantis only down 12% year over yes. year. And look at the size of the And it's up 17% month over month. Yes, up to twenty over $2,800 on average incentive from Stellantis to buy one of their products. Wow. Yeah. Subaru incentives down 62% year over year, still down month over month. Toyota incentives down even lower, below $700 for the first time ever, $672 mm -hmm. on average. Yes. If, if if this doesn't indicate to you why manufacturers can afford to produce less vehicles, um, nothing will. Because their, their incentive costs have dropped on an average in the industry by 54% year over year. And when you consider that incentives amounted to billions of dollars, 
that means it's billions of dollars in savings. So you don't have to produce as many vehicles in order to be profitable if the cost of incentivizing the sales has dropped so dramatically. 100%. We read that uh, opinion piece from Cox Automotive saying we will never go back. Although Stellantis yes. seems committed <laughs> to producing more vehicles that people don't want and then incentivizing Rising them. The sale of those vehicles that they don't want. Yes. Space says a lot of those jumps are OEMs increasing MSRPs too. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Prices are not just up because of dealer markups. And honestly, I bet you over this fourth quarter, we see dealer markups continue to go away, but OEM MSRP increases. I, I don't know away. that we'll see them go away, but I think we'll see them decline. Yeah. Fewer and further yes. between. Yeah. Jerry says Toyota was building mostly base vehicles, which would help explain why, why prices actually went down a little bit. More base trims. We've got from Sweet Dreams Travel Agency. What about all the parked cars that don't have any chips and are going to be pushing more of those out? You'd think, obviously, if you've got vehicles that are sitting around, Ford had forty to 45,000 GMs. Well, at got, Kentucky Motor Speedway. GMs yeah. got less than 100,000, but more than 50,000 sitting around. Yeah, I mean, those. I wonder if those get tracked as an in inventory right now. I kind of imagine they do. Maybe they don't. Well, I don't, I don't know how they could. They're certainly not in dealer inventory, and they're certainly not in transit. Yep. So... So I don't think those would factor into what Cox Automotive says is, is an increase in on-hand inventory. Share the tidbit that you always share, uh, where to look to know when a vehicle is actually manufactured, because it is super important for these vehicles that have been sitting around. Open the driver's door. There's a plate on the pillar there, somewhere on the pillar, that, that will list the VIN number. It'll list the, the month and year of, of production. Um, so that if you see something that was um, produced two of 22, then you know that vehicle has either been sitting on a lot somewhere because the manufacturer hadn't completed it, or it's been sitting on the dealer's lot for quite some time since we're now in the 10th month. Exactly. So that's where you look. That'll give you some indication as to, uh, well, I'll tell you exactly when, when the vehicle was built, and it'll give you some indication as to how long it's been sitting around. Space says some, like Ram, will go for market share. Let's see if others will follow. And if they do, then you know others will. And we are going to go back to what this market used to look like five yes. years ago, three years ago, et cetera. All right, Dad, let's take a quick peek at winners and losers from the month of September. Give me one second here, gang. I want to do that, and then I want to move us over here. Okay, I like being over there. Dad, Ford sales year over year for the month of September down 8.6%, 8.9% when you yes. include Lincoln. Honda sales down 17.1%, so still struggling there. Yes. Hyundai Kia down 8, or excuse me, up 8.1%. Yes. Mazda sales down marginally. And Subaru year over year finally back up, which is yeah. good news for Subaru. They've had no inventory. Maybe they've turned the corner. We've got Toyota, Dad, up 17.1%, and Volvo down nearly 30%. Big winners on this list, Toyota, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I would say Subaru and Mazda being kind of status quo and Hyundai Kia. Those are, yes. those are the winners. And 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 if you want to find a, a high-quality luxury car and you want savings, look at a Volvo. They've had inventory for a while now. Yes. We've known that. Um, yeah, they're the ones yeah. that, that, that are desperately yes. struggling to move inventory. All right, Dad, there are a lot of automakers who do not break out their data on a monthly basis anymore. We've known that for a while, yes. you know, kind of circumspect uh, why they're doing that. But we also have quarterly data. So let's look at it broken down by quarter because from more OEMs, we have 
that information. BMW sales, Dad, miraculously up 3.8%. Ford for the quarter up 16%. GM for the quarter up 24.6%. Honda down 35.8%. Wow. Honda is struggling mightily. They really are. Hyundai Kia up 3.8%. We're not going to worry about Karma Automotive going from 40 vehicles sold to 45. Um, Mazda down 13 We're not going to worry about Lucid either? Or McLaren, no. Mitsubishi sales down 30% year over year. Nissan down 22.3%. Big winner here, Polestar, Dad. Yes. They went from selling 240 vehicles last year in this quarter, or in Q3, to 2,300. Kudos to Rivian doing some stuff. You know, I saw one parked in the garage the other day. Tesla, of course, Dad, up 47%. What do you make of their round numbers? Um, you know, if if you can't have it as an even number, you can't report it. It's just that simple when it comes to Tesla. Now, Toyota, Dad, for the quarter down 7.1%, but what, yeah. we, what we just looked at, September, they crushed it. Yes. So good news on the Toyota front. VW Group up 14.2%, but they struggled mightily. In the month, Volvo down 31.6%. So when you look at it based on a quarterly breakdown, there are some different winners and losers. But I think the trend is you have some automakers like Toyota starting to get on the right side of all these shortages and other automakers like Ford and GM who have a lot of vehicles just sitting around. Well, and Toyota in the month of August produced more vehicles globally than they had initially anticipated. And Perhaps some of those vehicles found their way to North America, and that's why September sales were up for Toyota a little bit. All right, Dad, shall we switch gears? Um, uh, We still going forward or backward? We're still going forward. Okay. This article, which I know you did not have a chance to read, but I think is fascinating, just popped up 30 minutes ago in Automotive News. You ready? Okay, yeah. Porsche dealer in Florida seeks $300 million in factory fight. The collection alleges that Porsche violated Florida dealer franchise laws by restricting some vehicle allocation after the Miami area dealer refused to build an exclusive brand store. Mm. We talked a little bit about this on the show yesterday. There are lawsuits in Australia, New Zealand, I think maybe in South uh, South Africa as well, but Australia and New Zealand for sure, of dealerships going after OEM saying, hey, you're violating franchise dealer laws. And now we have, and we'll get into the details of this story with Porsche here in just a second, in Florida, $300 million for a dealer saying, hey, you're violating the law. Do you think we're going to see more of this? Um, you know, there's always dealers out there that that, that take umbrage at whatever it is that their particular uh, brand or manufacturer suggests of them or requires of them. So that's nothing new. I mean, these type of lawsuits go on all the time. Uh, the fact that the Porsche dealer is asking for $300 million you know, hey, pick a number. You know, the, the lawyer probably said to the dealer principal, pick a number between 100 million and, and a billion. Okay, let's go with 300 million. All right, let's read what happened here, Pops. A luxury vehicle dealership in the Miami area is suing Porsche for 300 million, alleging, yes. 300 million, excuse me, the German sports car maker is withholding inventory because the dealership has not built a new standalone store. Makes you, this, this immediately makes me start to question a lot of the Ford headlines and the GM headlines. If you don't stop marking up cars, we're going to withhold inventory. Yeah, and get sued by your dealer? Yeah, but the difference is that that they, every franchise agreement uh, includes um, 
uh, I certain know, but that's... facility upgrades, oh, facility oh. corp. The, the well, corporate... they also include the things that say don't make the brand look bad. We've talked about that. Yeah, on but this that, show. that 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 one's BS, but the other one's not BS. Well, you 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 can dictate to your dealer what the facility has to look like. I, I can tell you when I worked for the Penske organization and we were in North Scottsdale and we built. Uh, you know, it was a huge campus. There were like 11 dealerships there. And, you know, we built the the Acura dealership. And there were Acura brand requirements for interior fixtures and desks and things like that. And Mr. Penske, I don't know, he likes nice things. So, yep. so he insisted that all the desktops be um, um, uh, granite. Okay. Wow. And, and. Acura at that time insisted that the desktops be Acura blue in in a in a Formica type of desktop. Okay. Um, our zone manager would not approve what Roger had done, and and the whole thing boiled down to as as Mr. Penske put it, he says it's our interior decorators decorators fighting with Acura's interior decorators. Well, guess who won? Acura. Acura won because their corporate mandate, their corporate image required that it be the dark Acura blue for Mica countertops on all the desks. So they ripped out all the granite on all the desks and put in the dark blue so that we could get our upgraded allocations for having spent millions upon millions of dollars to build the facility. Wow. Um, so that stuff is is in your dealer agreements. And if you've been told by your manufacturer, it's time to upgrade your facility, um, yeah, they, they can withhold allocation from you. So the collection is a multi-brand dealership in Coral Gables, Florida. Yeah. And they allege that Porsche is violating the state's dealer franchise law by restricting the allocation of pool cars after the retailer refused to build an exclusive brand store. Porsche said the pool cars, which typically account for no more than 20% of available inventory are assigned to a dealer at the factory's discretion. To qualify, dealers must operate exclusive Porsche stores and meet factory design standards. Oh, look at that. Factory design standards. Set. And it's fascinating, Dad. We have an incredible community here. Yes. Igor in the chat. We won the lawsuit. We won this lawsuit as well with VW and I had an Audi and Porsche as one location. So the lawsuits will be around and they will win. It is just fascinating to see. I think we're going to see more you know, head-to-head -head, uh, matchups in court of OEMs and dealer groups and dealer bodies mm -hmm. uh, going head-to-head -head on things as as we're seeing an evolution in the industry. This, this is this has been going on forever, okay. And it's and it's one rich person <laughs> deciding to to fight against a a rich corporation. It's just you know, and and each side gets to flex their their muscles. And each side gets to pay a lot of lawyers, or hopefully at this point they have in-house yeah, counsel. Yeah, I mean it's 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 all about it's all about flexing your muscles. It's all about. Let's see. I'm taking my it. hand out of my. Uh, it's all about flexing. Yeah, yeah. You think you're strong? Well, I'm stronger. And they fight, and they go to court. And something happens one way <laughs> or the other, and and then they all pretend to, to love each other again. Okay, we are going to do the really you got to be kidding me segment. I think I might have just done that. <laughs> Really? Oh, you, you gotta, gotta be, be kidding, kidding me. Gotta get my hearing aids fixed. <laughs> Talking about court pops. Yes. We are gonna dive in to Hertz. Hertz. Still still having issues. Yeah. 
Hertz arrest still happening despite <laughs> new CEO calling them out. Hertz customers are being falsely arrested over rentals, even though the company's CEOs called them unacceptable. We've covered this story yeah, well. multiple times just to catch everyone up to yeah. speed. Here it is. In late 2021, 160 people came forward and claimed Hertz had falsely arrested, had them falsely arrested. A few months later, it was reported that the exact number of people who had been arrested wasn't known. Because of this, a federal judge ordered the company to make its rental records public, but Hertz tried to downplay the number of arrests, acknowledging that it happened, but only to 0.014% of renters out of 25 million annual rental yeah, but it shouldn't happen to any. <laughs> Recent update to this. Let me yeah. come down. Let me come down. Five more customers have recently come forward with disturbing reports of being arrested after renting vehicles. A few instances claimed to have happened mere minutes after the vehicles were rented. <laughs> the five customers brought their case to the Delaware Supreme Court. Their claims, Superior Court. Supreme Court. Thank you. Their claims back up the whistleblower's account of the company using outdated inventory systems to track its vehicles. All five of the customers allege that they were arrested at gunpoint over the rentals. And that the arrests happened in the summer of 2021, right after the company emerged from bankruptcy. Wow. This is significant because up until recently, as Inc. pointed out, all of the arrest cases had been handled in bankruptcy court. But now that the company isn't in bankruptcy anymore, these cases are going to come at the company from all sides. You know what that means? More Tom Brady ads. Uh, well, more uh, EVs. Well, probably less. They won't be able to they they won't be in a position to buy that those 100,000 uh, Teslas and the 175,000 electric GM vehicles and the 65,000 Polestar vehicles because well they'll be they'll be making settlements with those people that get arrested for driving a vehicle that that Hertz reported as stolen and then Hertz didn't inform the appropriate police department that the uh, when the vehicle was returned, that well, it no longer is a stolen vehicle, and so it remains in police systems as a stolen vehicle. And then some poor people get arrested at gunpoint. Hi, officer. I I, I know. I, I I rented a Hertz car. I understand completely. Um, yes. No, no, officer. You don't understand. This is a Hertz rent. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. You're good. I mean, that's pretty wild. It, it, it is, and it's unfortunate. And you know, if if you have a way to report Report a vehicle is stolen. You should have a way to report that. Well, it's been recovered. Yep. And you would think it would be incumbent upon you as the company to report it as recovered when it has been. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. All right. Tomorrow we will be back with a used car market update, latest data from Blackbook, and some other stories from the community at large. So please tune in then. At what time, pops? Uh, I believe that'll be uh, tomorrow at noon Eastern, nine Pacific, with more news that you can use from us good folks here at YAA. As always, if you need help, if we can do anything to support you, buying a car, insuring a car, financing a car, whatever it is, join YAA.com. So proud of what we're building back. There. And if they want to help me, send gloves. <laughs> See you, everyone. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Your fingers blue? Everything's blue. <laughs> join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.